And person is supposed to be a child of God. And he said, finally, I start thinking for myself. Now, the thinking for myself wasn't really in a positive way, is in a negative way where he's not looking at the Bible the way he did before he started thinking for himself. And I thought about it for a while. And um, the Lord put something in my spirit. And I remember Samuel and the children of Israel in 1 Samuel chapter 8. Now we remember the story with the children of Israel. Um, they went to Egypt and they were there for a while and um, they were going through a real tough time. They cried to the Lord and the Lord sent a deliverer, Moses, to deliver them from Egypt. And they have seen signs and wonders. They have seen the, 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 the signs that God showed Moses. He also showed, them, showed it to them. But it kind of seems like when people see things, all they want to see is more. They're not convinced and convicted by one. They won't see another one. What else can you do? Remember Jesus? Jesus did all miracles. And then they said, um, show me a sign to prove who you are. Ah, just did some great miracle. That was a sign. But here in 1 Samuel chapter 8, let's read that verse quick. So we remember the children of Israel through coming out of Egypt, 10 plagues, for Samuel. 10 plagues in Egypt, nothing in Goshen. They were all protected. And now, 1 Samuel chapter 8. He says, I'm not going to read the whole portion for the gravity of time. You know, God's been the king. The king for the children of Israel. He's been the one who fought for them. He's the one who been there. He fed them. He everything for them. And they said, verse 5. Anyway, i got to read it. Not everything though. What happened? They, now it came to pass Verse 1, as Samuel was old, and he made his son judges in Israel. Um, give the names. Verse 3, but his son did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, Look, you are now old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now make us a king to judge us like the nations. See? That's the word the Lord gave me. Before God speaks for them, here they start thinking for themselves. Whenever time we start thinking, or ourselves, 
we always going to get in trouble. If you look through the scriptures, there's so many references towards when people start thinking for themselves, they always get in trouble. He said, give us a king so we might be like the other nations. The Bible says it displeases Samuel that they would ask for a king. But God said, give them their desire. What interesting, very interesting there that you could read the passage. He said, God said to them, let the people know what the king going to require, what they're going to do. And I was reading out to my wife and and said, what? More? And just kept on going, 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 going. And at the end, they should be scared. They said, we don't care. We want a king. That's what happens when we start thinking for ourselves. Um, let's look at another, another passage. Um, in Exodus 14, verse 13. Exodus 14. We have another instance. The children of Israel, sorry I'm going backwards, but it's, it's okay. The children of Israel just came out of Egypt. And they came to the Red Sea. Now the Egyptians start falling off to them because they were like embarrassed that um, they leave these, pe these people who couldn't part for themselves, they just let them get away, so they felt bad what they, everybody is gonna say. You don't think of what people are gonna say. Do the right thing. And if you're convicted of the right thing, just stick by. Now they think of what people are gonna say. They, Pharaoh, verse 10, when Pharaoh drew near, Remember now, the children of Israel came out of Egypt and they came to the Red Sea. There was like nowhere else to go. They probably can't even swim. There's nowhere else to go. So they were like cornered. The children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptian marched after them. So they were very afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, behold, when we were, oh, it says, sorry. Behold, there were no graves in Egypt. Have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us to bring us out of Egypt? Is this not the words that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone? that we may serve the Egyptians. You see, they're thinking for themselves now. That's the, this is, this, that's the problem. Let us alone in Egypt so we might serve the, um, sorry again, verse 12. Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die here in the wilderness because they were fearful. Fear came upon them. And Moses speaking, the Lord speaking through Moses. Is the problem with us speaking for ourselves? Now the Lord speaking through Moses in verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. 
stand still and see the salvation of what the Lord will accomplish for you today. When we when we start thinking for ourselves, we're always gonna be in trouble. May we there's a verse there in Proverbs it says um, Proverbs um, three verse six. Um, let me read in verse six, Proverbs three verse six. It says this one that says, in all your ways acknowledge him. You remember that verse, Proverbs 3, verse 6? He says, um, go for it. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. It's Proverbs 3, verse 6. Um, also, I want to also turn to Matthew 10 verse 19 you remember the Lord said to his disciples do not think what to say remember that portion that was there in Matthew chapter 10 verse 19 Matthew 10 and verse 19 the Lord with his disciples um, sometimes we trying to figure out everything we're going to say, but the Lord, He wants His word to be in our hearts that we might say the things He wants us to say and not what we think should be said. Um, I, somebody spoke with me the other day and he said, um, I want to live in a certain place where there's a lot of people so I can protect the gospel. And I said, really? I said, um, the Lord said to, to Philip, go down to Joppa. Go down to Joppa. I said, how many people are there? One. I said, um, it's not what you want. It's not so much what you want to say. It's, it's what the Lord wants. It's what's going to honor him. He was just one person. And so he might want you to reach people one by one. Don't think about the crowd. If that's what you're thinking about, you might get in trouble. Um, verse 19 says, so did I say chapter 10, verse 19? Okay. But when you, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in the hour what you should speak. I tell you, every child, every child of God probably could give you some story of how the Lord comes in for each one of us in the time when we need a word from him, what to speak. And he just he gives you the word. It doesn't mean that we should not study. He said we should study to show ourselves approved unto God. The work, the work of the Spirit of God is to bring back things to remembrance. You ain't gonna bring back things to remembrance what you didn't contemplate before. So our encouragement that we need to study the Word, we need to spend time in the presence of the Lord. And one final scripture, Philippians 4. Philippians 4, verse, everybody should know that verse. Whatever things are true, 
That's how we are to think. Philippians chapter 4. Sorry, we didn't have a little more time to uh, spend in this. It said, 4 verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praiseworthy, think or meditate on these things. And what? The things which you learn and receive and heard of me, these things do, and the God of peace will be with you. So you see how we are to think? The things that we are to think, the things which are pure, honest, the things that are trustworthy, the things that will give honor and glory to the Lord. So we can see there, when the children of Israel start thinking, we have in 1 Samuel also, verse chapter 13, when when Israel, when the enemy was coming down on Saul and, and Samuel didn't show up, he quickly offered sacrifice. And then Samuel showed up from afterwards. He said, um, um, yeah, you, you weren't there and I um, I couldn't hear from the Lord. And see, he said, you know, silly thing. You should not offer sacrifice. That's when he thought thinking. We need to think about the things of the Lord think about things that would give honor and glory to the Lord. Once this comes out of that frame, we are start thinking on our own. May the Lord bless his word that we might give glory and honor to him in even our thoughts or thinking because that which we think is what comes out. And somebody says, the greatest battle is in the mind. God bless his word. Thank mm -hmm. you.